This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. This is a very special episode. A lot of firsts happening on Boomsies. Let's get it started. Me pouring my beverage. That was not. Uh, that was not me peeing. Welcome to Boomsies, episode number seventeen. I'm Dan O'Toole. I'm Donald Tool. This is the Yari Curry episode, the greatest number seventeen in NHL history. Four Stanley Cups, one thousand three hundred ninety-eight points. Hockey Hall of Fame. It is the Yari Curry episode, but a lot of people in Canada saying, what about Wendell Clark? He has an honorable mention. Unlike Curry, I have been in the back of a pickup truck with Wendell Clark. It happened in Fort McMurray, Alberta. I was there for an event, as was Wendell. I think it was the... I think it was the Fort McMurray Sports Hall of Fame. Chris Phillips, Ottawa Senators legend. He's from Fort McMurray, Alberta. He was also there. So when this event was over, we're all milling about. Everyone's gone. So we're kind of all looking at each other like, well, what do we do now? Go back to our hotel rooms and watch infomercials, watch Being Frank all night. So uh, my buddy Boots, Andrew Boudelier, great guy, Bootsy, said, uh, well, why don't we go out? We were like, uh, Wendell? He's like, yeah, let's do this. So we uh, jumped into the back of a pickup truck, almost like high school style. The front is full. The back bench is full. And there's people sitting on knees. And Wendell and I, he's like, yeah, I'm from Canada. This isn't new to me. So then we got to the bar. And when you walk into a bar in Canada with Wendell Clark, let's just say it's an experience. Immediately, the bar staff comes over and they're like, Mr. Mr. Clark, welcome, welcome. And they're like... If you sign a couple bottles, 
You guys can drink for everything's on the house. Just sign a couple of these uh, Grey Goose bottles or whatever they had. If you just sign these in sharp before the Sharpie had even touched the bottle, I was swimming in the drink well. I'm like, well, everything's free. They're like, he needs to sign it first. I'm like, nope. We had a verbal agreement. It's a done deal. So uh, it was a fun night in Fort McMurray, Alberta. Thanks to Wendell Clark for signing those bottles. Uh, we like to, before we die, get much deeper, we like to clear up any uh, confusion from past episodes in corrections. You can email us at yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. That's Y A. Let's talk at gmail.com. Not a correction, but a listener follow-up due to my internet issues. And a quick recapper, I was paying for speeds of my internet, in which I wasn't getting, to which the customer service rep said to me, well, you should have figured that out a lot sooner, don't you think? Again, the service they were providing me was inadequate, and it was up to me to inform them of this. I did not know this is how the the provider client contract worked, but apparently that's how it works. So someone uh, followed that up with uh, this email here. He said, got to put on my glasses. I woke up with, uh, I can't see it on my right eye barely. Not sure how that happens, but uh, let's chalk it up to old age. Good night, Dan. I was listening to Boomsies yesterday while on the road from Belleville to Bancroft for work. I had horrendous flashbacks to customer service and technical support from ding-dong internet services and mobile toilets. Called them one day and canceled all my services with them because I was blamed for my slow internet connection that they provided me as well. I recently switched to, let's call them Coconut Company, and I'm finding the questions a little easier, but the time on the phone waiting to be the exact same time. I have an Irish temper and usually am tired and sweaty at the end of the phone calls with Coconut Company. Perhaps some man-made essentials would make the wait times more bearable. Love the podcast, Dan and crew. Matt. Okay, so maybe the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Because under that green grass, there might be worms. I have to say, what a weekend it was, which was my catchphrase that swept the nation when I first started doing shows with Jay. What a weekend it was. It did not catch on at all. I uh, went to Buddy. I went to Buddy. I went to Buddy. You've never been there? It's a sweet little country. I went to Montreal with my buddy Jim Pearl and fellow human friend Jay Onright. Jim's actually going to be joining us in a second. He's going to be our first ever in-studio guest and our first ever repeat guest on Boomsies. So uh, I saw a lot of uh, I saw a lot of pass holes on the way to Montreal. This was a, uh, a a phrase coined by one of our listeners. This is a pass hole is a person that speeds up as you're passing them, despite the fact they were going forty below the speed limit but then saw someone about to pass them and figured, oh, this isn't happening. Anyway, those people should be banned from driving. Uh, Jim and I, the first to arrive, 
his first time ever in Montreal. My friend Marco gave us seats to the Habs last game of the season. Jim's first ever NHL game. We walk to the game. We're like, oh man, this is the life. Yet no matter what street we turn down, whatever corner we turn, we were in a wind tunnel. It, it defied science. But it's Montreal. So you shut the f*** up and you smoke your dart. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you heard me. So uh, the game was at the hockey arena the Montreal Canadiens play at. A name. Let's check. Contract here. I sign. Uh, it was at a hockey arena that I am legally not allowed to say. I am binded in a contract until the day I die to never say it. So it was at an arena in which the Habs call home. You could not pick a better place for someone's first NHL game. We had the Montreal hot dogs. Now, they were great always. They, they uh, toast their buns. They don't take their buns from under the counters. Uh, no, uh, no problems there. And they're the, the top slice buns kind of, so uh, I always like those. But some poor kid. <laughs> I, I th- Again, a lot of these events, I think, sneak up on the venues. They're like, what the f***? There's a game tonight? They're like, yeah, it's been on the schedule for a year. Oh, I wasn't ready for this. So they can't cook the hot dogs fast enough. He is he is trying to single-handedly speed up the cooking process by pushing the hot dogs onto the grill with his hands. He's willing them into being cooked, hoping his body heat combined with the grill will get those dogs in our bellies. And they were out of Coke. I'm like, can I have a Coke? She, the girl's like, no Coke, uh, just Sprite or DeMaurier's. I'm like, what? Those are the only, yeah. So I'm like, okay, DeMaurier's it is. So we made it to our seats for the anthems. Jay, uh, Jay, Jim had missed a flight. I got on the road later, but it, the universe got us there perfectly in time. No rushing. I cried during the Canadian anthem as I said I would. Then the Habs proceeded to kick the living f- out of the Florida Panthers. <laughs> it was like, a Rocky movie. You're like, no, they've had enough. They're like, no, pour it on. Ten goals were scored by Montreal. We would sit down. Eight seconds later, hey, LaBoo! And you just get caught up in it when you're you're at that arena where the Canadians play. Jim's like a kid again. He's smiling. He's laughing. He's like, I'm alive. I'm smoking DeMaurier's. I don't even smoke. They're like, what the hell? Everyone's just giddy. And there in that moment, I realize once and for all, Montreal has the best arena experience in the NHL. There is constant noise. Yes, there was 10 goals scored. I have been to other games in that arena. But there are always chants. 
there's always a palpable buzz. This is the third NHL rink I've been to this season. Toronto and Vegas being the other two. Vegas, great experience, but it's Vegas. It's it's a manufactured experience. And no discredit, they're doing a great job. I had a blast in Vegas. Toronto, no offense to Leafs fans, but it's a morgue. In Montreal, it's a hockey crowd. It's Montreal. It's the Canadians. It's just electric in that building. Ask anyone who has played in that arena, who has visited that arena. They will all agree. At one point, a section tried to start the wave. And I, and I let Jim know. I'm like, you know, they're like, this is, I got to let you know this, but there's people on this earth that get angry over people trying to start and doing the wave. And Jim with the, the perfect response, he's like, why? I'm, I'm like, exactly. If you are a person that gets angry over the wave, why? How is this affecting your life? Do you not see the joy in kids' faces? Do you not hear them screaming, willing it into existence, waiting for it to come around to them? And if it does, guess what? They have an instant memory from that game. They're like, oh, that was the first time I did the wave. Oh, that was so, that was, I saw my dad smile for the first time. I'd never seen him smile until that moment. Yet there are people that are angry about this. What happened along the way? Was your first dog murdered by the wave? Were you at a game once and someone went to put their their arms up to do the wave and their arms got sliced off so you have a horrific memory of the wave? What on earth made you so angry? I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And you know it, 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 a wave is trying to happen somewhere in Canada because people on Twitter will let you know. These angry people, the Blue Jays are up to bat and they tried to start the wave. What the were they thinking? Those pieces of that come to this game, sit the down. You don't do the wave. Shut the up. I'm like, Oh, what? Whew, I got to take a breather after that. Oh. Uh, Montreal also has the 50-50 figured out. Listen up, Toronto. Again, th- I offer free advice to all sporting venues. Montreal, they sell you 50-50 tickets at the game. They also make the draw for that 50-50 draw at the game. They announce it when you're supposed to announce a 50-50 draw halfway through the third period. And if you win, they've even figured this out. You you buy your your ticket electronically. You do the tap with your card. They're like, hey, uh, you give me your phone number. We'll call you if you win. I'm like, holy shit, you got 15 minutes to get down here. I'm like... I will be down here in one minute. Don't worry about that. Once I had a buddy, <laughs> once I had a buddy win a 50-50 at a Peterborough Pete's game, which is the junior team in my town. So we're 17 or 18. There was a, there was a bunch of us there. So 
I don't know how he even got the money to buy a 50-50 because that's like, whoa, you've got buying 50-50 ticket kind of money? You're rich. Uh, it was a dollar. Yeah, like I said, you're rich. So he wins. We're hooting and hollering. We're like, this is going to be the greatest night of our lives. Pot was around 400 bucks, which to us at that time was approximately $1.8 billion dollars. You, you get that money in cash. So we're like, we're getting a limo. We're running out the top floor of the Holiday Inn. We're going to McDonald's drive-thru twice. We're, we're going to live like kings tonight. Oh, man. So my buddy who won, he's like, guys, I'll be right back. Stay right here. Don't move. We're like, oh, what a guy. He's going to share all this with us. So we're, we're still high-fiving. We go back to watching the hockey game because there's still 10 minutes left because they did the 50-50 draw when you're supposed to, halfway through the third period. A few minutes go by, and we're like, uh, he's gone, isn't he? And then we're like, yeah. So we go, one of us were like still holding out hope. No, maybe he, he forgot how to get back to our section. We're like, uh, we haven't moved and you cannot get lost in this building. So one of us goes down to look for him and he gone. He got that money and he probably made the greatest decision of his young life and got the f- out of there because he, uh, we we would have spent all his winnings. Uh, oh, I was Montreal. So Jim goes to a game that uh, the Habs score 10. And then the next night, after spending a day basking in the, the Montreal sun, we actually chased the sun. We didn't chase waterfalls. We chased the sun because if you're in the shade, it was minus 10. If you were in the sun, it was 38 degrees. So a big difference. The next night we dine with Montreal Canadians royalty in the form of Knuckles Nyland, Chris Nyland. Uh, Chris and I have been buddies a while now. We did an Instagram live during the Montreal Canadian Stanley Cup run last year. Uh, I had a blast doing that with him. Uh, we talk all the time. We had never met in person. So as soon as I saw him, I gave him a big hug. He did not uh, reciprocate on that hug. And then I discovered, he's like, I don't like hugs. I'm like, okay. Well, he just got one. Great guy. Uh, We laughed all night. Chris drove us around Montreal. He was our Uber driver. Not like that's not his job, but we just called him our Uber driver because he drove us to dinner and then drove us home. And he would have got a horrible review. If he was our real Uber driver, Chris is stopping them in the middle of intersections, looking for street names. He's not going on greens entire time. He's like, Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm like, well, I am worried for my life. Don't worry about if we could stop. Nothing to worry about. Anyways, it was a tremendous time in Montreal. So Montreal, you done good. And I'd say it's about time to bring in our guest, Mr. Jim Pearl, uh, who is going to, to tell us his thoughts on Montreal. 
and uh, we just have to figure out how to get him into this studio. So uh, let's, uh, let's get him in here. And let's bring him in, Mr. Jim Pearl. There's, you hear that? There's a applause happening in our ears. Wow. Jim Pearl, welcome to the Boomsies Lair. You're, you're the first live guest on this podcast. What a we, studio. I love it. Yes. Thank I you. Like thank much. you, my friend. Big money. Big money. Um, we just returned from Montreal. Wow. Okay, and, so you heard my recap of the event. Your yes. first NHL game, in your words. Amazing. First of all, thank you for taking me and your friend that got us to cheat. That was amazing. And yeah, it was everything. I, I couldn't imagine what it was going to be. And it was above my expectations. I don't think I had any. But the crowd is great. They're into it. They, they are hockey fans. And what a vibe. What a great vibe. And uh, it was great. And I, you know what the best part was? It was when they goal, when the goal happens, they stand up and go, hey. Hey, yep. I love that part. I got into it. I Except when, when they were doing that, you're like, what are they saying? I'm oh, like, the- <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, I did ask you that. I do, what was that? It's hey, Jim. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, that was great. It was- and would you, was I correct in saying there's a palpable buzz at all times? Even when Absolutely. there's not 10 goals being scored. Right. I mean, there's a, there is a buzz the whole time I was there. And a good buzz, not like, you know. What the hell is this? Or, and you know, here you get in Los Angeles is you get posers. You got people that come to games for people to watch them. You know, they stand up like they know what's going on. None of that. People knew what was going on and very good fans. Excellent, man. I would, you know, if I was a Montreal Canadian playing, that's where I'd want to play. Okay. Yeah. That was something. Um, Your take on Montreal as a city. Great, great place. First of all, you know, everyone, the architecture is fine. It's beautiful, the city. And, and which goes against kind of what's going on there because there's so much construction. You see about 70 cranes. But still, through that, you see a beautiful, beautiful city. It's great. Great coffees. Great hotel. Um, what else can I say? It was just great. Except the, it was windy that going over to the arena. Mm-hmm. But whatever it was canada man what do you expect and then as i said you dine with uh nhl royalty so you could not have hand selected a better montreal experience than those back-to-back nights absolutely and i thank you again dan for that um knuckles was amazing he is something else i i it's one of those guys where you you just like right away and he is one of them and, and it was fun that's and he right. is a, a terrible driver, though. <laughs> the One of the worst drivers I've ever seen in my life. And he even had the map on his phone. And I'm like, here's the great thing about those maps is you put in where you're going and it tells you. Yet he didn't want to do that. He just had the map open. He's like, you know, this street's right over here. <laughs> and it's almost like he knows if he got stopped, people would just say, ah, Knuckles, whatever. We've, we've seen you do this before. This is an old act. Yeah, he, he, he got the feeling that he had a, an exemption from any kind of police <laughs> kind of operation or something. Yeah, he, he had no problem with it. I was a little nervous, you know, but we made it. It was fun. God, I had a great time. I really did. And you now, I'm just to let people know, I'm staying here at your your place. Mm-hmm. What a, it, this is 
fabulous house. And I'm having a great time. That's all. I wish the weather was a little better because we were going to go play golf, but that's not going to happen. When was the last time you slept in a bunk bed, which you did last night? Uh, I had bunk beds when I was a kid, so probably fifth grade, maybe. (laughs) See, so you're like, um, you found the fountain of youth. I mentioned how you were at the game. It's like, I'm a kid again. Now you're in bunk beds. You're like, I guess I'm really a kid again. Right. And. And, and also with a tobacco habit from the the more from the Demoriers, <laughs> but other than that, it was. We laughed though when we saw we saw the guy pressing the hot dogs onto the grill with his oh. hands, and then we just kept joking to each other the rest of the night. I'm like, Does that guy's hands just smell like hot dogs for the rest of his life? Yeah, yeah. Animals attack him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are coming after him. So. Wherever he went. Um, Jim, I, I need your help here. Oh. Um, since you're an NHL expert now. Now I am, of course. I, you know, here's the thing. This is how much I know about hockey. I know um, I know what icing is. I know what offsides is. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I have no idea. When they were, were, they were doing their thing last the other night, I had, I'm sure there's a, uh, a way. They, they all know what they're doing. To me, I have no idea. And yet they were great. It, they knew what they were doing. Who? The hockey players. Well, yeah, they play in the NHL. They know what they're doing. Do you think they're going out there like, ah, shit, I didn't know that well. <laughs> it, it's much more fun in person than on TV because you don't see how people are setting up on TV. You right. see that, you know, they, they yeah. And you were sitting there. You were you were enamored by it because at one point I'm like, my, my knee, I'm, I'm really starting to sound old. My knee was bothering whenever I sat for long periods. I'm like, I got to take a walk. And you're like, you want to come? You're, you're like, nah, I'm going to no. sit and watch. So yeah. I, I saw you be uh, out in the concourse. All these kids are getting their pictures with uh, the former Expos mascot, who's now the Canadians mascot. And I'm like, but I want a picture. So I got one with him. Yeah. I was kind of jealous that it didn't, didn't go with you on that. But- yeah. Okay, so the no. NHL playoffs start on Monday. The Montreal Canadiens are not part of it. Uh, they uh, they did not make which the is playoffs. a shame. Yes, yeah. it's a shame. So I want you okay. again. These are best of seven series. So first team to win four games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who who the teams are coming out of this series? We're going to start with the Florida Panthers and Washington Capitals. Jim Pearl, with your intense NHL knowledge, mm-hmm. um, well, your re re-love no your your new love for the game who do you take in that series well um washington florida i had a niece who lived in washington dc and i have a sister who lives in florida i once got lost on the beltway in washington dc for about three hours so i'm gonna go with florida ah so was... washington yeah you, you you don't have good vibes there well that was a drag and i hear washington's very humid it, well it was yes it was summer when i was there Okay. Uh, next up, the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Well, Toronto is the home of my friend Jay Arnright. Wait, wait, wait. You have to say, you said Toronto like an American or a tourist. Oh. You have to take out that second T. You, you do what? You take out the second T. You take it out. Toronto. There you go. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go with them. I know that you, 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 they're a morgue, you said, when they, when they play. It's oh, yeah. very noisy. No, but it's not noisy. I don't think Tampa Bay is a hockey. I mean, I know they do pretty well, but come on. Let's get somebody up north. 
So I'm going with Toronto. Let's okay. go with the Canada people. Okay. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes, Boston Bruins. Well, Knuckles was from Boston. I got to go with that. You know, I know he didn't play for Boston, but he was he grew up there. Okay. So go uh, that's a good pick. Uh, New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins. Wow. So when I was a kid, I was telling Dan I had a hockey game, and, and it, it was the Rangers. So I'm going to go with the Rangers. Like a tabletop hockey tabletop game. Tabletop hockey game. And you kept mentioning that because we were at the, the, the one end of the ice, and it did look like we were sitting at the end of a tabletop hockey game. Exactly. And uh, which were, again, thank you for that. Okay, so you're, hey. you're going with the Rangers on that yeah. one. Okay, now we're going into the West. We got the Colorado Avalanche and the Nashville Predators. Nashville? Has a hockey team? <laughs> <laughs> they do. So sorry, I didn't mean that like that. Uh, I'll go with the other team. Okay, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. It's cold there. They're better at hockey. Minnesota. And that's where we were supposed to go on our last trip. Oh, right. A previous trip of ours. We went to Amsterdam. The next trip was supposed to be Colorado. Then a pandemic hit, and we didn't. We didn't make it. We didn't make it. But we, uh, Montreal, Montreal uh, replaced Colorado. Montreal, the Colorado of Canada. <laughs> Well said, Dan. Well said. <laughs> Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. I had a friend whose name was Donovan Shanahan or Brendan Shanahan. And I think, and, and a kid played hockey for them. Same but name. Brendan Shanahan who played in the NHL? I think so. Maybe not. Maybe I'm making it all up. I don't know. <laughs> so, I'll go with the St. Louis Blues. Okay. Calgary Flames, Dallas Stars. We got to go with Calgary. Yes. Yeah. Come Good on. Call. Uh, Oilers, Edmonton Oilers, LA Kings. Oh man. Kings are in it, huh? Yeah. You live in LA, but you're currently in Canada. Ooh, this is, this a, is, a, this is oh, a real this tricky is one. Really tearing me up. Uh, I'll go with the Canada team, the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Yeah. So there are three Canadians team, three Canadian teams in the playoffs and you've picked them all to advance past the first round. Well, I think so. Right. I mean, God, Nashville has a t- hockey team. What are the how does that work? You know, I think that uh, honestly, I don't think any hockey team should be uh, south of Chicago, but that's just me. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Jim Pearl, missed. those are all our picks. Uh, check out the Bet Rivers uh, app and um, put in all those picks that Jim gave you. <laughs> and if he wins, he only wants a 20% cut. Yeah. If you win on those, he only wants a 20% cut. Um, Jim, we thank you for joining us here. Thank uh, you. Now Dan. we got to figure out a way to get you out of here. Well, yeah, that was uh, Mr. Jim Pearl. Those are some great picks. Uh, speaking of the Bet Rivers app, I think I jinxed it. You know what happened? Uh, the Raptors, they were down in their series, came back, and I'm like, okay, they're, they're really doing it. They're, they're going to come back and force a game seven. And then I got overconfident on this podcast. And I blew it. I am the reason the Raptors, the Raptors did win because I had the Raptors on the uh, on the app to win their series against the Sixers and to win the East. Those things are not happening. Uh, let's continue on Boomsies Newsies. Jim Pearl, I think those are some stellar picks uh, for real. So he's got the the Panthers over the Capitals. Yeah, I can see that happening. Leafs over the Lightning. But the thing about the first round of the NHL playoffs, the first round of the NHL playoffs are the greatest thing in all of sports. It is chaos and anything can happen. Anything can and will happen. 
So if I say any of these teams will beat the other, it's not outlandish. Leafs beating the Lightning. He had the Bruins over the Canes, the Rangers over the Penguins. Okay. Uh, the Avs over the Preds. He didn't know Preds. Uh, Nashville had an NHL team, which a lot of people probably don't. Um, this is a man that lives in America. So NHL, I think you kind of have to work on your marketing. How's the marketing going? Well, uh, this guy's lived in the United States his entire life. He doesn't know Nashville has a team. Oh, who dropped the ball on that one? Uh, the Blues over the Wild, Flames over the Stars, and the Oilers over the Kings in L.A. Kings, despite the fact that he lives the rest of Boomsies Newsies. That was part of Boomsies Newsies. Uh, we've got uh, Jake Paul looking for his next opponent. And Z Money, who compiles these, he's one of the producers on the show. He said, Jake Paul looking for next opponent. And then dot, 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 Dan, question mark. I guess uh, Jake Paul announced on Twitter that he will be fighting again August 13th, but he doesn't have an opponent. Ah, see, that's why he put the question mark. The 25-year-old Paul last fought uh, Ty Woodley and won via knockout. Woodley and Paul were both paid $2 bucks for that fight. Woodley never made that in a fight in the UFC. Some estimating that Paul made as much as $5 million thanks to pay-per-view sales and sponsorships. The problem child is 5-0 and oh with four knockouts for his career. I guess my nickname would be The Ripper because that was the nickname my mom gave me as a kid. The Ripper, Dan O'Toole. And if I made two million bucks and all I had to do get it, to get that was to be knocked out, I'll do it. Z money, if you can get me on that card, I will do it. No problem. And if I win, do I get to double that? The non-sports related news of Boomsies Newsies. British lawmaker resigns after get, getting caught watching porn in the House of Commons. This is an interesting one. The member of English Parliament has resigned after he admitted to watching porn twice in the House of Commons. He says, the first time was accidental. As he was looking up tractors and landed on the wrong website, he told the BBC. He gives a quote. Funny enough, it was tractors I was looking at, told the BBC. I did get another website that had a very similar name, and I watched it for a bit, which I shouldn't have done. He was looking at tractors and wound up on a porn site because it had a similar name. Oh, what? That is the best excuse that he could come up with. A porn site. Okay, so maybe he's looking up like John Deere's. John Doe's? No, that wouldn't be a porn site. Maybe he was... I don't know how he that that defies logic. That doesn't happen. 
then he says, my biggest crime is that on another occasion, I went in a second time. So there's a built-in excuse. You get caught at work. Say, I was just looking at tractors, and I don't know how this guy's sucking. I don't know how that guy that got up there. You know how it happens. You saw that guy in England. Same thing happened to him. It's a it's an epidemic. Bride marries another man at wedding when groom shows up late. A bride in India married a relative instead of the groom because the groom showed up four hours late for his wedding, very drunk. When the groom and his friends arrived, they kept dancing and drinking. This is when the father of the bride refused to let his daughter marry the man. The bride's father then consulted a relative who had to come to the we- who had come to the wedding. That relative then married the bride. So uh Ron Ron's here now in the Boomsy Studios. Hey, sorry for uh his butthole facing the camera. So that's a warning to you all. If you show up at your cousin's wedding, you might have to wear it, marry your cousin. Them's the rules. When you accept that RSVP, it says at the very bottom, if groom or bride doesn't show up, you got to marry your cousin. Ron, come on. Those are the wedding rules that are very clearly indicated on your RSVP. Then we're going to wrap up Boomsies Newsies here. Uh, Tropicana will be releasing a cereal specifically made to be mixed. Ron, don't bite me. Please, Ron, don't. Ow! Please don't do that. Don't bite my hand. So I can feel by the temperature of Ron's fur, again, Ron is a cat, that he was just let in from outside by Jim Pearl, who went upstairs. And when Ron comes in from outside, he's very feisty and he wants to bite people. So he is sitting here trying to bite me as I... I... Stop that, please. Okay, here. I'll block the papers to block you. Tropicana will be releasing a cereal specifically made to be mixed with orange juice instead of milk. Tropicana Crunch is the first ever cereal created to pair with Tropicana Pure Premium. Tropicana Crunch is a honey almond cereal. Starting May 4th, the juice company will give away boxes while supplies last. A Tropicana, you can stick those boxes up your orange trees. Stop drinking my water, please, Ron. Please, you are a horrible, horrible roommate. No one likes when someone who lives in their house bites them. No one likes when someone in their house drinks their uh, water. Yet here you do it over and over. And my reward or my payback is I get to clean your cat litter. So I guess, Ron, you've kind of figured all this out, haven't you? I always make the joke about uh, orange juice in your cereal. And Tropicana is actually doing it. Probably for publicity. 
and it worked. They made it on a boomsies, which is most companies' goals. If you make it on boomsies, you've done it. Like the sponsors of our email of the week. While in Montreal, I had brunch with the man-made boys. Jay was wearing their underwear. I was wearing their underwear. All the man-made boys were wearing their underwear. And Jim's like, I want some of that underwear. And they're like, you got it. So Jim's going to be getting a care package from the man-made boys. What a tremendous group of guys. Their smiles just light up the room. If they walk by you in the street, you're like, I want some of what they got going on. And what they got going on is man-made underwear. Manmadebrand.com. Our undies are like brunching your pants. That's my new slogan for them. Brunch is always a fun time. One of our emails that you send us at yeahletstalk at gmail.com will be the email man made for boomies. Boomies. (laughs) Boomsies. That's uh, yaletstalk at gmail.com. Let's dive into them here. My eye issue's uh, still there. I uh, hope it's nothing permanent, but it's like someone has put a veil over my right eye and refused to remove it. Okay, this is from Tina. Car issue. Except in Canada, there is a Garage Man's Lean Act. This is in reference to my vehicle. That doesn't work and it's sitting at a garage and this email has caused me much stress. Stress. Tina says the garage could charge you storage fees. I would call. And she said, yeah, my last email was written on pain meds. Sorry. Tina, get off those pain meds. Episode one. Sure glad to hear you again, Dan. Stop listening to podcasts after you and Jay didn't keep going. Saw your new podcast, thought I'd start to back up again. Got me very emotional during my ride home with episode one with the bike analogy. Just thought I'd drop a quick line. Anyways, take care, Jerris. Thanks, Jerris. Really appreciate it. Ron is back here, uh, pushing the microphone out of the way and trying to eat the emails. Yellowknife connects. Hey, Toolsy, just listen to your interview with your buddy from Yellowknife. And as a fellow knifer, it was pretty cool to hear. Hearing you describe his Range Rover, I've definitely seen that thing around town. You do get to see some pretty cool wildlife around here, although they can become a nuisance. On the winter road, we recently got stuck behind a herd of bison who were using it to travel because it was easier than trudging through four feet of snow. It took us 45 minutes to get around them. It was like traveling south on the 115 on a holiday Monday. Hey, lazy bison, you're done. The 115 is a highway that I travel to my hometown, and it's the gateway to Kawartha, the Kawarthas. It's cottage country, and it is a packed highway in the summer because uh, people go into their cottages. I don't have a cottage. I don't have cottage money. I barely have 50-50 money. Anyways, if you ever do a cross-country live boomsies tour, consider a stop here. Assuming Ben comes, that would be at least two of us that would show up. (laughs) Scott, I love backhanded compliments. Keep up the great work, bud. 
Outhouse Olympics. Hey, Toolsy, I've long considered myself a strong contender for the Outhouse Olympics, especially the long-distance runs, as I can be in there for what seems like a marathon. Legs fall asleep long, but outhouse diving? I imagine the dive itself isn't graceful, but as long as you stick the landing, you're in good shape. I'll continue my training and hope for 2026, our good friend, Big Dog Rob. I always love to hear from him. He sends about an email a week. And finally, hey, not Jay, for the dum-dums who make this mistake. Just listening to your latest podcast, I can relate to your restaurant problem. I was the youngest of five boys, so I also eat like the food is moving. This is the worst when eating sushi with others. I have to force myself to eat at the same pace as the table until everyone else is done, and I quickly hoover the rest of the food. I refer to it as eating cleanup. Sean from Chilliwack, not Winnipeg, like you said last time you read my email. What? How would I? Sean from Chilliwack, not Winnipeg, like you said the last. How did I confuse Chilliwack and Winnipeg? Anyway, the winner of the email of the week, I'm going with uh, Yellowknife Scott. Because he sent an open invite. He sent a picture of bison on the road. And he had a little backhanded compliment there saying at least two of us would show up. I like that. Scott, you're one of the good ones. You're going to be basking in the glory of man-made undies. Like all of us were at brunch. You'll be smiling. You'll be walking down the street and people are like, holy shit. He just got laid. And then you're like, no, no, it's the underwear. By the way, speaking of just getting laid at our hotel. So we get back from uh, our dinner at the P de Couchon. Uh, Knuckles somehow got us back to the hotel, defying all logic, but we made it. So uh, Jim, Jay, and I say our goodbyes because Jim and I had to be on the road early. Uh, Jay got to sleep in maybe an hour later than he had to be on a plane. So we hop on the elevator and it's Jim. Jay, myself, and a just married couple who were leaving the reception and heading up to their room. So I couldn't have been alone, but I'm thinking, uh, we all know what they're going to do right now. Because you never know when you get on the elevator with a couple, unless you can tell, oh yeah, He's a paid hooker or she's a paid hooker. Unless they're wearing a sign that says I'm a paid escort. You don't know what that couple's going to do when they get to the room. So Jay gets off. We're like, oh, we'll see you in uh, Toronto. And then Jim gets off. Yeah, we'll see you in the morning. And then it's just me and the couple. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I wanted to say something, but I don't. It's like, yeah. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna, huh? Mm, I know. Uh, and they're just, they're speaking in French. They're like a spectacular, uh, uh, joyful. I don't know the French words, but they were just like beaming because their day was over. They don't have to smile for pictures anymore unless, unless the video crew was in the room. I don't know. To each their own. 
So uh, I get off. And then I was, uh, I get to my room. I was going to call Jim. I was going to say, hey, I was the last couple. I was the last person to see that couple before they had their first married sex. But there was a problem with Jim's phone. Whenever you would call his room, because Jim doesn't have a cell phone. So if you needed to make contact with Jim, you had to call him on his room phone. Jim only had five seconds before his room phone would cut out. So he would call him. And he'd be like, I don't know if you heard it. And I know how much stress it caused Jim for that five seconds. I'm like, what would I say? I was the last person to say the couple before they had sex. He's like, what is it? What is he talking about? So I, I didn't want to cause any more stress. And I didn't want to jinx this couple. Maybe they were going to remain celibate uh, until their next marriage. I don't know. Maybe they were waiting until it was the correct time and they were going to only do it until they were going to have a child. I can't assume anything. Maybe, maybe who knows? That's a good philosophy for life. Life. Maybe, who knows? On that note, I think we should uh, wrap things up. Uh, we thank you for tuning in for this week. Uh, this week's edition of Boomsies, the Yari Curry episode with special mention for Wendell Clark, who got me uh, some free drinks one night in Fort McMurray, Alberta. Great guy, too. Just a class act. Uh, remember to always hug someone. Be nice to people. But if you are hugging someone, maybe uh, don't make it uh, Chris Nyland because... He is not comfortable with that. But maybe over time, you will grow accustomed to my, my hugs. Make sure you subscribe on the Bet Rivers Network. Uh, watch on YouTube for the extended interviews. And like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate you spending time with us. And there it is. Welcome to Boomsies with Daniel Toosie. Live from Ono in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. North Coast Band, thank you. See you next week.